I have devolved. I have devolved in like my sense of what parody is. There was many times watching this movie where the Wicked Witch would run up to like one of the flying monkeys uh-huh. and would go, suck my dick, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, fu- it's funny. That's, that's the whole it's because it's funny. That's, that's the joke. The <laughs> Perfect. If I only got some brain. What that if, one's good. What you, if you've done that cursed, one before. Yes. <laughs> Turn my feet around. Turn my feet Love around. Love to walk on backwards. Gotta walk. What? walking uh, backwards. Tim, do you have do you have a memory of being in school and um one of the teachers or someone saying or I think you might have set yourself up for this gag. You said something along the lines of like, "Hey, quit pussyfooting around." And then you went like, "Whoa!" and pretended to slip. No, I don't. Like as if your feet were slippery. But that's very funny. And that's I a good joke. have a very vivid <laughs> having, <laughs> having pussy feet. Yeah. I remember the teacher. I have a vivid memory of Miss Walsh's face going like She went like, "Uh," that's embarrassing. Like she deeply (laughs) wanted to laugh at you, but instead decided to just leave. Yeah. Like she just like turned around and went a different direction. Yeah. That's good. Every so often when we're driving in the car, Tim will put his hand, his head in his hands and just like shake himself. Yeah. And it's because he thinks of an embarrassing moment and that will absolutely be. No, well, that's kind of funny because she thought it was funny. She thought it was so funny she had to leave. How did you get away with saying shit like that? I didn't say anything. Well, he didn't what did say I say? Anything. Yeah, he just, he did a, a suggestive mime. Which means that didn't I'm very say, funny. don't pussyfoot around? I didn't say it. No, somebody else said it. Uh, and I, had, uh, I guess I had done that reaction. But it was like, that's like a saying, so you can kind of get away with that. Yeah. Well, we, I remember I would, in, in <laughs> typical teenage fashion, my big move was saying shit when I sneezed. Like, in the sneeze. Yeah. That was really, like, that's really funny. It was awesome, because then they would be like, what dumb and I would go what being a teenager sucks. It's awesome. It sucked. It sucks. They I want to talk about the future. They were good people. I want to pave the way to the future. I want to talk about the goddamn glorious underwater world that we're going towards. What are you talking about? Are we going to Universal Studios? <laughs> <laughs> you ever think about how crazy that is that you go to Universal Studios and it's, we got Jurassic World, we've got The Simpsons, yeah. we've got all the biggest things, we got Waterworld, we got uh, and uh, what was that one? You would go back one? Uh, yeah, was, we got with. We got Simpsons. Well, apparently, because I was, I was reading about this, it was such a good show. Like, when it premiered, at the same time as the movie Waterworld, people, you know, the movie had yeah. a tepid reaction. Do you know the movie Waterworld? It's like a Kevin Costner movie from the, the mid-90s. closed part of Universal now? Yeah, well, it's not closed. It was about this it's world very of water. It's open? Yeah, it's super open. And it's like, a, well... Maybe not. There was that injury a couple weeks ago. We'll, we'll talk about that. What? But and it, but there was some, like a big yeah some woman. It was so. a famous bomb. It was like 150 million dollars to make this movie. Kevin Costner, who famously uh, for Dance with Wolves, um, and it had such a tepid reaction, kind of just like faded into obscurity. But the show at Universal was so fucking good that they did it in like Universal Beijing. They did it in Universal yeah. Florida, and it's still open. This you know what movie I, that no one cares about. Really sticks out to me. I was watching that show. Love on Netflix. Did you ever watch that, that one? They, they make a thing where like the one guy wants to be a stunt man and he's like getting into the stunt community and he talks about how like if you get the water world gig, it's like such a steady good job yeah. for a stunt man because it's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's, yeah. And I was like, that's what a weird, I would never thought about that. Guy, but yeah, yeah, that's very, I guess that's true. But I hate that that is a joke that somebody wrote in a TV show because that's the most from Los Angeles show. Yes. Or from Los Angeles joke that you could write. Yeah. Well, I hate that shit. Who, who directs that? Is that another? That's an, an Apatow one. I don't think he's dir- he directed any of them. Yeah, I don't kid, think, but that's a signature. Yeah. In that movie, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The little, yeah. Referencing L.A. is a very Apatow signature, though. Yeah. 
He likes. We were just talking about that. Of like his, all his his adult characters are movie producers. No matter what they do as yeah. a job, when they speak to each other, they speak like even adult his produced, even the. Movie st- I, I know that he didn't like. I don't think he created love, but I, even the the struggling character in love is a teacher on a TV show. Like he like teaches right. the children on a TV show, which is like that's a funny weird job you don't think of, but like obviously people have it. But even that, it's like that's the struggling. Right character in our show is relating to the guy. Yeah, yeah. The guy who gets to be on set and eat free lunch every day. Yeah, (laughs) the guy who's not as successful as he wants to be is the most like right. He wants to write a television. Like he's in. He has a job in front of an audience. I'm also being. I'm being a jerk because I do think it's like funny to see those kinds of things. And I I do like when they um they pop the balloon of what people making movies looks like. I always find that very funny when it's like yeah no everyone's little grumpy. Sure. It is funny though. Cause the people like, glamour. people like us always pointed out and go like, yeah, sure. You know, he's already making movies yeah, we're, and he's successful right. and normal people are just like, if this is just a television show, like it, his yeah. job doesn't matter to them. Like yeah. what he does. My biggest thing about that movie is they make such a big deal about the main character. He like breaks up with his girlfriend and he has to move into a different apartment and he lives in Sherman Oaks. And yeah. that's like a big yeah. joke. They're like, oh my God, you live all the way in Sherman Oaks. I would fucking love to live in Sherman, Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks is very nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he lives in, he- Like he, a nice ass apartment. He moves into the fucking Oakwood apartments, yeah. right? Isn't that what it is? Yes. Isn't it? It's like the, or they call it something different now. I don't Straight remember. Straight up, this is why- Diversity is important, even if you don't believe in like the SJW line of it. It's like this is why diversity is important in yeah. movies. Like we can't, I can't hear any more shit from that perspective anymore. I don't know, man. It, it's fine. Like love was fine. It's just yeah. when you when you think about it objectively, it just becomes like a very. Oh no, I I I completely understand. You watched it, Tim? Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the one with the um. Fuck, that guy's really funny. Gus Baloney. No. What's his name? What's his name? Rust. Yes. Damn it. I Rust can't remember Baloney. his name. The most unfortunate looking feller. No, dude, he's, I think he's really cute and he's really what? fucking funny. His oh Twitter is super funny. He's funny. He's weird. He's like f- online funny. Yeah. Um, Did you see the com- the Coke com- Diet Coke commercial that the girl from Love did? Yeah, oh. I like her a lot. <clears throat> I think you were going to say What's that. What's her name? Um, um, I think you could say that Diet Coke died. Call, to call that one Coke brother Diet Coke because he's the younger one. <laughs> she just oh uh, god, it's funny. Diet Coke. If you want to live in a yurt, yurt it up. That commercial. Yeah, which I always I find that commercial really funny because that's the that's the Coke one, right? Where she's like, "Hey, it's the life new, new Diet." Coke. She literally says like, "Life is short. Have a Diet Coke." Like what? it's not a, it's not to like be healthier anymore. They're just like we know that it's all does the same <laughs> shit. Jillian yeah. Jacobs, that's her. Jillian name. Jacobs. Oh, she's from uh, oh she was in Community. Community. Yeah. She's great. She's very funny. Yeah, she's funny. Great pitch woman. I like very pretty. Something I want. I want to. I know this is maybe going to be like a harsh turn into it, but I was reading things about Wizard of Oz and I found something very funny in it. That like there was a a, a small person that hung themselves in the back. Yeah, did you hear about did this? You, it's a very funny thing I read. Um, no, it's well, that's a real thing, Nick. Did you think that was just a weird riff? No, he knows. Oh, okay, he, he knows. The, did someone yeah. actually die on the set? No, I was, no. I was well. Well, we'll talk about. I want to talk about a lot of things. I mean, you know, in theory, I mean, maybe a spirit died on the set of Wizard of Oz. Sure. Um, I was gonna say I was reading about how when they first so like the movie was a response. I was reading the Wikipedia, right? Mm-hmm. Found this very interesting. A response to Snow White. A little. They were like, oh, people will come see like 
bit things based on kids books and blah, blah, blah. Right. And they make it. And then like, even though this was 80 years ago and it feels like we're, you know, now when we adapt stuff or like what we make fun of adaptations for being 80 years ago, it was like, they were try. they were like, what if we made, I don't think people are going to like that. There's magic. What if the tin man was a criminal <laughs> and he was a heartless criminal who was put into a metal like a metal cased suit as a punishment for his crimes. Wait, is this from the original book? This was like one of the drafts when they were like, how are we going to make this movie? What are we going to do? Right. And the scarecrow was like a guy that was so stupid that he could only scare crows. That was the only job he could get. Mm -hmm. There's no was magic. To avoid the use of mad, the, the devilry yeah. of magic. Yes. Like, um, no, no, no. They were I just thought he, people wouldn't buy into in it. An Iron Maiden. That's way less yeah. evil. But it was funny. And then uh, they were talking about like, um, that there was a there was a point where they were gonna maybe have Dorothy be like a singer and be in like a singing competition in the show be, or in the movie because kids like they wanted to appeal to the people who were like the kids who were listening to the music of the day and they were gonna put like the jitterbug in the, in the movie <laughs> and isn't it like insane that we make fun of it? It's like you know they leak the Sony emails about Spider Man needing an Instagram and you're right. like Jesus Christ what had the soul but, of Hollywood where did it go yeah, yeah and even nah, back then turns the, out <laughs> it's like. Uh, we need to include Charleston shoes. Yeah. <laughs> we need to let them know that the boys. Do you remember that that PowerPoint from the Amazing Spider-Man 2 where it's just like a bunch of nonsense, like salty snacks, uh, oh, like yeah. medical equipment. It's like, yeah. we're going to yeah. label these with Spider-Man? Yeah. It's awesome. Out. Turns out they did. Well, yeah. I have Dr. Pepper Spider-Man every time a Spider-Man movie comes this out. Is, so. Me too. <laughs> yep. This is a horrifying machine that do. Well, first of all. Let me just say that the berry Dr. Pepper that was out for Far From Home was very good. The Mysterio. Really enjoyed it. What do they call it? Yes, the blue one. I just thought it tasted like Dr. Pepper. With a berry hint. A hint good. of berry. Perfect. 24 flavors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's 32. One I more. get Baskin-Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed up. You gotta stop telling us how many flavors there are. Um... But, uh... But yeah, this has always been the horrifying machine that, that grinds and makes Hollywood possible. Always some kind of, you know, maybe it wasn't as bad in, in years past, but there's, I don't know though. Like, Cause even this, th this has the history of like having a hundred writers sure. that didn't know about each other. Like right. where they were just like, yeah, well, why don't you do work on that? And then you work on this. And then like it also like while they were shooting, people were making up lines and shit. And I guess we should, uh, it, well, first intro of the show, right? No, we're no, just going to no. dive well, into if it. If you want to, if that's Welcome how reasonable be, <laughs> you don't do it. I what? <laughs> my name's Tim Kish. I'm here with my guy. Me, Dom. And who's the uh, my girl? Wow. I <gasps> could say that. Your guy and your girl. We just made it official. Uh -huh. <laughs> Kelly. I was wondering you? when you two would start, you know, officially going steady. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On the podcast. Podcast of fish. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. You've been on the show before, but only bonuses. I think this is your first mainline episode. Oh Kelly. Oh my God, Duffy. you're releasing me? Yeah. You're out of the cage. <laughs> <laughs> Back from behind the paywall. I locked you behind it like the cask of Montiato. Montiago? Tim, I don't even Montag know what you just said. Montiallo. Yeah, well, God bless you. I have no, I don't know what you're saying. Cause in tight. <laughs> um, but yeah, we did. It's 80th anniversary today, actually recording as of today's recording. Yeah. Um, the Wizard of Mermaid turned 
What on years earth? Years old, the Wizard of Mermaid? The Little Mermaid turned 80 years old. What's happening year. to you? Stroke. Um, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Um, the Wizard of Oz turned 80 this year. Yeah. Which is monumental. 1939. Apparently 70, It's there's. it's been 70 years since it made any money. Really? Yeah. Apparently when they, when they first put it out. Barely broke even on the budget, and then they re-released it about a decade later in the forties. What 40s. was the budget? Tim, I mean, you that told makes me more it wasn't sense. a lot. I, I, I'm not sure. It was three million something. But right. like, I have What's no that today's dollars. Who fucking knows? Who knows? I have no idea. We can calculate. We can we can calculate, calculate the present been, value. It could be quick. a billion dollars <laughs> for all I know. <laughs> Who does research for these things? Wait, this when did the movie come out? 1939. <laughs> Calculator. I want to jerk off your dog. Nineteen thirty-nine. <laughs> that is fifty-five million three hundred seventy-five so thousand thirty-five dollars and ninety-seven cents. Let me finish. That many. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited at fifty-five million. That's like, five fifty-three. That's not forty-three thousand. That's not. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's that's not too 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 much. Well, I mean, the sets aren't. Ex- I mean, I don't <laughs> want to say they're not impressive. They're very impressive, but they're not very impressive. If that makes sense. The more sure. Blu-ray we got. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Like the more high quality you get, you <laughs> yeah. can see very much that the Lollipop Guild aren't exactly making the right faces in sync. No one, no extra is quite behaving or seems to quite know what they're doing in any of the like large crowd scenes. It really is frayed at the edges of like a production. And like, like we were saying as we were watching it, like, holy shit, this is a play. Like we were watching a oh, play. Yeah, You're watching the transitionary period between films becoming like filmed plays and becoming like movie ass movies yeah. um, because they're still doing like close ups and they're still moving through the sets in ways you wouldn't look mm-hmm. at a play, but it's still very clearly like <laughs> you're on a stage yeah. Everything here. Well, is I don't know movable. how you see plays because when I see a play, yeah, I just <laughs> like, I get up sir? and I walk around. <laughs> <Sir>? <laughs> I'm doing push-ins to get a nice close. <laughs> sir, what are you doing? It's a Dutch angle. <laughs> please get off the stage. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's 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 funny. Yeah, wow, fifty five million dollars. Because if if you heard that they were making an adaptation of something for fifty five million dollars, that's like the Divergent books. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like where Paramount, you're, like, you're, you're like, huh? All right, well, yeah, maybe that'll work. That's Monster Trucks money. Yeah, five mil. Um, so isn't this groundbreaking for its use of Technicolor though? Like this yeah. is one of the first real uh, groundbreaking well, achievements in Technicolor. Apparently, they did it. It existed. I don't know in what. I mean, but think of like, even if the, if this is a response to Snow White. I mean, again, I'm not like I don't know film history very well, but like we could have done research. Clearly, to, like to be clear, we could have done research. Well, don't. I mean, come on. Well, it's, I mean, we yeah, could have. Well, we okay. could it's more have. fun just to make it <laughs> yeah. all up. Yeah. Yeah. Sound well, Tim, actually, well, I think they, <laughs> paint, they painted it by hand afterwards. They went in. <laughs> Is that true? Tim no. told me that last night. And I they did. Just, they did that with some shit where that's how they would like color certain frames is it would be like dying the film stock but um i have a question for you dom how did they film the crystal ball thing with like how you could see the witch's crystal ball you could see the characters in it like back then how did they do that well weirdly my guess i don't fucking know exactly but that wouldn't be very different from even how they were doing shit up until like the 80s with green screen stuff where it was basically you would reproject Something like probably what it was, honestly, in the fucking 30s was that they projected the footage 
onto a screen mm-hmm. and filmed the fo- filmed what they were projecting while the other face There's was. There's no way. No. It looks so good. It well, looks yeah. so clear. Yeah, because like, well, now you'd look at it and go like, oh, it's just like a TV and a ball. And then, but back then that's impossible. But uh, like maybe that's can't. not true. Maybe they did some freaky shit with overlaying. They shot it right. twice and it was lined up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, it's a film technique that has been so outmoded at this point that like, I don't think anybody really thinks about yeah. how they did it anymore. It I was, can do it, it on it my laptop. more like a, yeah. You could do it like you could do a more efficient effect on your laptop yeah. with an electronic effect than trying to do that practically. Well, that's like, well, remember when we watched, uh, weirdly enough, Snow White, when we watched it in the, the fucking wishing well? Yeah. We mm-hmm. were like, what the fuck? Right. How did they do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, with the water? I forget what I forget. Yeah. We looked it up. I don't even remember what the answer was, but it was like something insane. They yeah. like made new shit to make water look yeah, real. You're really thinking. It's the difference between really thinking outside of the box and creatively and just like brute forcing it with a fucking computer. Yeah. Like we were just going to think so hard yeah. that the water just looks like Moana water. Like Dude, everything is incredible. I've said it before, but the fact that I can click anything on my computer and there's a response is mind blowing. Yeah. That's magical. It the is. fact that I can move icons around on my desktop. I don't understand how that works. Can you imagine how you program something to say that like, yeah, this is, we're going to simulate water particles. Right. Yeah, but nah. when you delete this, it's gonna go zoom, and it's gonna go zappy to the. Yeah. Did you thing. guys see the Google thing for Wizard of Oz? Yes. No. That was very cool. You didn't see it? No. Oh my god! You Google, Google Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz I, you get Google. a pair of. Don't movies. tell him, Tim. Sandwiches. <laughs> turn your turn your volume on. To eat for later. Your phone though. You have to have. Google.com. Google. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> All right, the Wizard of Oz. You have your volume. Oh, those are the slippers? Right there? Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Wow. So what it is, is it shows you a picture of your parents and then what they're going to look like dead. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's it's really impressive. It's cool shit. I hope it's still up when people listen to this. It won't be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Wizard of Oz. This is also, as we pointed out, I mean, it makes sense, but as we were talking about the the old Disney movies and how they like just kind of hang out sometimes where they're like, well, if we're going to do this movie about spectacle and like it's a kid's thing. I mean, the whole fucking like the Wicked Witch is Dead part goes on forever. Yeah. Where they're just like saying it over and over again and then then different people come in and then like you know the munchkin police come in and they're like (laughs) she's She's really dead she's really dead (laughs) they did it we we represent the pipe welders munchkin area (laughs) local group 4069 Dorothy's like I really must be going (laughs) no wait 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 the barrister's guild hasn't spoken yet It is weird how like it wraps up so quickly. You spend so much time yeah. just getting to the Emerald yeah. City. Yeah. My favorite thing too about the 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 water at the end is like how deeply an accident it was. Like, right? And they were just like, all right, well, what could we? All right, we'll light that guy on fire. <laughs> well, it really made me curious about the book. I I, I really do want to read the book and see just how mm. different it is because. I, I had the the realization watching this that this is just a comedy movie from the 40s. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just skinned with this extremely, uh, you know, influential, imaginative, crazy, bright, like, technicolor world. 
um, that's obviously extremely influential. But it's like, you know, all the performers are like vaudeville, uh, yeah. like Jewish comedians, like of the era, like literally doing like shtick. Yeah. Uh, well, it, they talked, who was it? It's the, either the Cowardly Lion or the Tin Man or something. Yeah, it yeah. was like, was like who they were when they were like, all right, we're going to do the Wizard of Oz movie and we'll get him to be the Cowardly yeah, Lion. Yeah, like, That was what's, what, what's that guy's name? That was what they he's, were leading he's with. That's who I'm talking about. He's a very specific, um. Oh, I think that's um, Grumble. Oh, yeah, Grumble Grimgrar. Uh, Bert Lahr. Yeah. Yeah, that's Irving Larheim. Well, known professionally as Bert Lahr. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he's Jewish? Yes. Yeah, he was like a. He's like a vaudeville guy. Also, famously, the director of The Wizard of Oz left The Wizard of Oz to go fix Gone with the Wind and then won the Oscar <laughs> for Gone with the Wind the same year Wizard of Oz came really? out. Really? Yeah. Victor Fleming. Yeah. Victor Fleming. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, that was that weird studio thing too. Like I, that, that's very interesting to me when it was just like, like, cause you look at the, the filmography of old directors like that. And it's like, how did they do three movies in one year? And it's because they literally would finish. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, by the way, tomorrow you got to do a, you know, right. Paul, we fucked it up. Our Come sixth on in. detective movie this month. <laughs> We've got more dubious drugs for you. <laughs> Prescription drugs. We don't know what they do. Um, Kelly, what's your me. relationship with The Wizard of Oz? My favorite movie of all time. In fact, the first time I met Dom, you asked me what my favorite movie was, and I said The Wizard of Oz. Uh huh. And oh, why? Yeah. Um, we were at a Korean barbecue place. I was a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. The highlight Damn. of my night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why is it my favorite movie? Yes. I don't know. I liked like weird shit growing up. I know that that's yeah. not like a very weird movie, but it certainly isn't many people's no, favorite I, movie. No, I understand what you mean. That like. So that was another reflection I had where watching this as a kid versus watching it as, a, as an adult is a very different experience because it's almost sinister as a kid because you relate to Dorothy Dude, and you yeah. relate yeah, to how like eerie. foreign and weird and eerie yeah. everything is. But as an adult, I'm looking at it going like, oh, this is a vaudeville comedy. Like I'm looking right. at, <laughs> well, I'm looking at the influences and the deep, rich uh, entertainment history in front of me and not like the terrifying journey that this little girl is going through. Yeah. So I know what you mean when you say you like, you like weird shit, like stuff like Dark Crystal, stuff that just kind of makes you feel yeah, like, uncomfortable, like a, little, yes, exactly. a, a little bit off. That's, I was going to say, I was thinking about that uh, like on the drive over. I was like, because I've seen it like a bunch of times mm-hmm. and it was one of those ones I think because it's old, there was like a danger to watching it. Like if you felt like, well, there's no fucking rules in a movie like this. Like Like, they kill kids kids all the time. And kids (laughs) movies before 19, let's say 89. We're just, they fucking turn the, they turn kids into fucking treats and shit. And there's (laughs) like, you know, like anything can happen. (laughs) What is that? I don't know. Okay. It's like a, like a Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) American graffiti. (laughs) George Lattis, I don't know. Have you ever seen THX one one three eight? I've actually no? never. Well, they turn kids into snacks in that. Yeah. Since you can't disprove that. me, yeah. <laughs> that, my second favorite movie is Troll Two, where they also turn people into snacks. Okay, yeah. So just oh, like that kind of danger, that childlike danger. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't know what that is. Is it because it was old and it didn't feel as like glossy as? I mean, I didn't even like you know older Barney. He would upset me. Sure. Like, you know, like the the slightly older episodes right. of Barney. Vintage Barney. It's a little low rent. Yeah. Where it was like, he was like weirdly discolored and yeah. his voice was a little different. Yeah. That's it. There is a spookiness. <laughs> and they the really, they really made sure we knew he was a carnivore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time to take a meat break. <laughs> 
Just full five minutes of him rending. <laughs> Run, little piggies! Run, little piggies! Just, he was eating yeah, he live was... hogs. <laughs> yeah, those weird Barney tapes. Yeah. You know, come on. Those old ones. That everyone's parents showed them. <laughs> That's good. That's fun. But it, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how to... Because I don't know if kids necessarily have that anymore i feel like it's the same well it's like startling the movie is startling it is here comes the apes oh they're everywhere they're because like they're also just as a child they're <laughs> scary looking too right because they're like yes. not good they didn't do a good job right. it's just like these weird little men running around being like oh, i'm gonna get you fucking <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're all saying give me your ass yep that's it uh so okay so back to the, the to the structure of the thing um so I, I just, I, I guess I have to mention that this is a movie, uh, gay icon Judy Garland in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, The Wizard of Oz, notably one of the things for the, the, the journey of coming out is the journey to Oz. Do you know why that is? I have, I have no idea. Oh, it's just like the fact that, you know, you go from literally she's in Kansas, like Southern mm. black and white American Kansas mm-hmm. and whisked away to this world where there's suddenly like a gay lion. And, like, <laughs> and there's just like weird, all kinds of like strange people that don't look like normal, quite like normal people. You know what I thought? I thought you, there and was going to suddenly you were like, <laughs> you were like, yeah, it's like you're, you live in a town that's like black and white. And then suddenly you're somewhere and you're gay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all you know. San Francisco. You know, yeah. The deep metaphors. The, the metaphor, yeah. <laughs> As said by John Waters. Yeah. Um, no, but just like, you know, there's all these kind of strange people that that, that are, are people nonetheless with emotions and journeys mm. and, and they want to find fulfillment, but they don't they don't quite fit in. They don't there's not people that quite look like them. Wait, they're I, also Are you referring to Wizard of Oz as like a gay cultural movement or Judy Garland? No, no well, Judy Garland by association with Wizard of Oz yeah. and, and okay. other shit is why she is yes. a is a gay yeah. icon. Okay. But this movie in particular is embraced by like um, I guess like older gay people uh, like old, the older LGBT community yeah. has like a very I, probably not intentional but uh, yeah, uh, it's definitely a, a allegory. Well, because it was the friends with Dorothy thing. I, but I don't, again I don't know how that started. I only right. know this because because of my gay fathers. Okay. <laughs> Where it's like there was just a bunch of Wizard of Oz stuff and it became, like I understood that it was symbolic of something, but like you're a kid, you're just like. Sure. Oh yeah, fucking Wizard well, of Oz. Have you, you ever know? asked him about it of like what it means to them? <clears throat> no, I don't know. But I also think mind? that. Can I ask that? No, no. Okay. what do you mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I never really asked him because I think that there's also like, I don't think it's, I would generalize and be like, yeah, you know, in every, you know, uh, middle-aged gay couple's yeah. home there is wizard of oz <laughs> paraphernalia but like i think there was also Look, the gay people are just like us they're just they just go to work and they go home and they worship at the shrine yeah. that they well, built. can't you just like something because you like something like yeah. if i asked you why do you like dragon ball z so much are you gonna have like a deep answer no like, no, no it no, just no. looks cool no but there is there is a thing but i, I mean i could have i could give you a more detailed answer about like what <laughs> dragon ball z means to just like to me and my friends and to like to culture and, and who it connects me to and what it means to me and it's a similar thing with with Wizard of Oz and uh, like older gay men. It, it just means something else. Like obviously they like Wizard of Oz. Everyone generally likes Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. but it just means something to that counterculture beyond that. Kind of like, uh, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't think of it. There, there's it, countless examples of that in the LGBT community of things that aren't necessarily gay we should, being embraced yeah. as kind of uh, just an allegory for gay We should culture. look into it or if someone knows, like right. send us an email or whatever. Yeah, sure. But What does it mean to you? Yeah. It is interesting. I think also, like, I guess what I was going to say was, I think there was also just an overlap that, like, they liked 
the movie. It was sure. like a ma- yeah, it was like, like a movie and they and liked when they were kids and, yeah. and exactly. Yeah. But it, yeah, I mean, you know, it's big. Yeah. Just the fact that it became a code thing. That's how you would communicate to somebody else that you were gay when right. you wouldn't want to like say it out loud. You would say, Oh, do you like wizard of Oz? <laughs> no, Are you, you a say- friend of Dorothy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> friend, like, yeah. Friends of oh, Dorothy. Straight. Friends of Dorothy. Welcome. And all that. Like, right. yeah. That's just a, that's I think I think that's as simple as the I don't know where but that's what I mean it's is cool. I don't know how that started who was the first person who was like right I know what people know what this means right it's wait just that's like a thing. that's what they like refer to it as friends of Dorothy yeah it's like yeah. A, it's like a, a DL kind of like an old yeah. school DL oh I did yeah. not know that yeah kind of cool but then it's just funny too that the Judy American Garland thing. thing by by extension because I, I I noticed that as well yeah that there was just like appreciation for her and her life and yeah I think yeah. she had some kind of close connection to the gay community because like also her daughter Liza Minnelli is also similarly what like yeah. worshipped what that's her daughter yeah you didn't know yeah. that no when you said that to me this morning yeah. I thought we were just talking about like gay just, icons <laughs> no, I was no, like oh yeah Liza Minnelli yeah literally she's, her daughter she's got, what did you say a garbage pail yeah face? I, I, I said like Julie Garland is just compared to her daughter is just it's, wow. it's night and day I was actually yeah. gonna say like all gay icons that are like Females are beautiful. Yeah. Lana Del Rey, Shakira, if you will. All then of them. like Liza Minnelli. Ugh. Right. Well, I don't know. She's just older. When she was younger, she looked. I don't know. She was always. Satan, kinda... my ass is gigantic yeah. and red. Yeah. Who are you going to pretend I am? Liza Minnelli? <laughs> <laughs> Which Garland's I don't understand that joke. <laughs> Judy Garland's just so beautiful. Like women don't look like that anymore. Sure. Is it because we well, drink also, too much she milk? She also never got a chance to become like 79 and fat. She died at like 40. How did she die? Oh. Like, like barbiturates or something. Isn't that the, there's a whole, there's a whole twisted ass Hollywood yeah, story I mean, with her, right? Where life. it's like, she just was like, she was abused and, yeah. and used by the Hollywood system. She's like the textbook case of like the, the abused Hollywood star. Driven like, to drugs and drugs and, 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 all yeah. that, and philandering and fornicating. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. True Hollywood tale. Died on the same day of the Stonewall riots or her funeral. Wow. Same day. Interesting. History. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Wizard of Oz. But yeah. What are your other feelings about Wizard of Oz? It's a it's a classic. It's still creepy. You still find it creepy? Yeah. Have you ever seen Return to Oz? Dude, Never. that's weird. Oh my God. Return to Oz, I feel like, is intentionally sinister. I feel like it's really, really trying to be mean and not in the way that like Wizard of Oz is. Where it's- Wizard of Oz, sorry, I, I'll, no, I'll, I'll okay. let you get to that point. But like Wizard of Oz seems to be very much the adults putting on a show for the kids. Like whenever you check back in with any of the the, the three cast members that are accompanying Dorothy, they're like kind of sh- doing shtick. They're riffing, they're having yeah. fun, and that's being silly. Mm-hmm. Um, you, no one's ever in really, and even when the scarecrow is being torn apart, you know what I mean? His limbs are like torn. He's like, <laughs> oh, that's you all over. Like they're doing like riffing back <laughs> right. and forth. Uh, it's, it's not really that scary. Return to Oz is just like, uh, here's men with blade arms. Like, <laughs> Fuck. No, it's like Return to Oz is whatever eerie undertone I like about Wizard of Oz. They've they've taken that and turned it up to a hundred. Yeah, and it's just it's hard to sit through. It's, it's not, hard to but watch. It's not undertone anymore. It's just it's yeah. overtone. It's like it becomes no, I'm saying like whatever Alice from the original. Right. That's what I'm saying whatever I liked about it, they took it and just made it way sure. too fucking much. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's almost like an Alice in Wonderland kind of thing. It's no, it's not. It's weirdly sinister. It's way crazier. Well, than I always Alice found in Alice in Wonderland very sinister. That's another movie I no, love. Well, I, I really don't love the Alice in Wonderland. When we just reviewed it, when we just talked about it recently, that was the thing that I found weird about it. I'm like, this is so like mean and strange. And there's no there's no voice mm-hmm. of patron patronage out the whole thing. 
or like or like a motherly figure or like someone to kind of guide you along the cheshire cat is mean uh the like everyone is mean to alice along the way and it's the same thing with return to oz i guess there's like the pumpkin head who is the friendly character but even he's like terrifying looking Mm. in the 80s movie I don't know. Again, I don't uh, know. Have you seen Return of Oz? No. It's terrifying. Don't watch it. it. But apparently it's more faithful to the novels, but they just do it. We had, I think the closest thing. thing in recent memory, did you see the house with the clock in its walls? No. Similar in that there, it's like, it felt dangerous and it felt scary. It felt like they were, they were doing something a little eerie for kids, but at the end like mm-hmm. it basically it, it doesn't it kind of ramps into it because in the beginning it's a little wish fulfillment oh it's like you have to live with your weird uncle and aunt and mm-hmm. i guess that wasn't her aunt but <laughs> wish fulfillment you get to live with your weird uncle. no and but aunt. and then they're like oh well we're magic and we'll teach you magic and then he becomes good at magic and then and then it's like yeah or my old master fucking killed himself and uh yeah. now he worships satan <laughs> and he's coming back from the dead having just rewatched it what are some thoughts about just looking at it the again? set's fucking cool the munchkin land thing the water the plants they're all they all look like they're covered in plastic yes, i love it sure it's that very uh i can um, smell chlorine when i look at it <laughs> it's funny that there's not much night and day between this and um charlie and the chocolate factory mm. like a full a full 40 years later i get the same vibe from the sets of they're a bit more solid in charlie and the chocolate factory but in it's all still kind of the same like this is fake you're like, naming all fake. movies that i love yeah i know of course anything where you go off into a different world that's not your own and you for can just like some time. eat things yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like training there's day the, there's the hook yeah training day yeah yeah where exactly you go off like into that. a world that's I love when they eat the walls in Training Day. Yeah. Snozberries taste like snozberries. Well, I guess this would be a good time to admit that I didn't actually rewatch it. Really? Yeah. I That doesn't surprise me. I wish me. you would have said that before we started the episode. Why? We could have done something else. Well, it's so funny well, because that-, that No, leads. we couldn't. No, what do you mean? <laughs> Just, <laughs> we certainly we should, couldn't. First know. of all- top Current events. One of the coolest things about when me and Jim rewatched this is- when people think of the Wizard of Oz and all the different like plot points in the yeah, movie, like what, what people the narrative? completely forget what happens. Yep. Yeah. You remember the Ding Dong, the witch is dead. You remember the Scarecrow, the Lion, the Tin Man. Yeah. And then from there, <laughs> what yeah, happened? I forgot exactly. that he they get to the wizard, and then that's question and then mark. You go to the wizard twice. You go yeah, to the I wizard that. once, and then he makes you get the broomstick, and then that whole thing happens, and then you go back. I forgot about the broomstick mission yes. entirely. Yeah. I didn't. Most even, people do. <clears throat> If someone said, like, you remember the part where the wizard asks them to go get the broomstick? I would be like, huh? well, you're fucking with me. Like, <laughs> yeah. It just sounds like it sounds yeah. like you're making up a thing about the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And we never address, like, hey, why, why'd you make us do that? Because he was just buying time, right? He was trying to be like, yeah, I guess so. I'm not going to be able to fucking grant yeah, their wishes. Yeah, I guess wishes. he thought they wouldn't like, come back. Yeah, they're going to die. He was sending them to their deaths. <laughs> he was like, yeah, go in. Uh, what I'm going to need is a shark. Yeah. And a live shark. If you can bring me that. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. Um, that that's like the parody of of politics, right? I guess kind of the um, he's the stand-in for the king, or like the politician, or for the powers that be, where he's like, "We're so powerful." It's like, okay, well, actually, you guys had it all in you all along. <laughs> all right, run along now. I'm going to continue running this whole thing through smoke. Well, shows isn't there like a joke and- about? Doesn't he say that like because of the fucking depression, he's a wizard now? Like he's like this is the only job he was. Yeah, something doesn't like he that. say like it's available? Yeah, wow. He says that in the beginning before that she goes into no at the very at end the reveal. Them, yeah, <laughs> when he's like revealing the whole thing and telling them that they had the courage all along, or 
you know, just giving them the, the thing. And there's also a weird line about soldiers acting like they're brave because they wear medals, right? Like they march down the street and even though they're cowards, they have this to protect them as they like march along the lines. It's Whoa. like, this is <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right before World War II. <laughs> so it's like a shit, maybe a Actually, weird message. When did World War II start? 42 for the United States. Okay. It's like going That's what on I thought. At this yeah. point. It okay. started in the late 20s. It's, it's uh, whatever, 39 more like, and then 42 is when the United States entered the fray, and then it ended in 45. Um, in 1928, um, yeah, Columbus, Columbus, Columbus sailed we'll the ocean grape. Sure. The ocean grape. Well, I'm sorry I didn't watch it all the way, but I did, I didn't like just not do anything. I still like, I listened to the music again and... Mm-hmm. I read about Even it again. Even if you watched it, we would be in the same position we're in now. It's not, it's not again, true. This is also a movie that I did. I have seen so many, many times, times yeah. when, especially when I was a kid. I've, I mean, I, I guess I haven't watched it in probably but that's, that's the idea is to years. rewatch it as a movie well, and to not like not just take it in as the images, but to take it in as the the product that they made. Even to that, and I again, I forgot things about <laughs> it, so it was like, yeah, well, this is this works for me. I just needed a refresher. Yeah. Listen, man, I'm busy as shit. All right, we're doing eight beefs a month. Yeah, that's true. And then within that, we need to see what's four times. We could do a tight one. We'd go, we have eight hours of movies to watch. It looks really good. The movie looks really, 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 really good. Eight years later, it does. I haven't. I mean, I guess obviously. It's great. It is great. Do you have it on Blu-ray? No, we just watched it on Amazon. It's wild. It is interesting to say eighty years. Eighty years is a <clears throat> crazy amount of time. There's no one alive that made this movie left. Yeah. There's no one alive. Really, involved. not a single person. No, everyone's dead. Really, not even those children. All of them. All of them are dead. The last one died. The last one was a Munchkin, and he died last year. It's funny that the Munchkin outlived. Well, he was a child. It was, he was a Munchkin, but also like a oh. child on no. set. Well, because some of the Munchkins weren't actually like small people; they were just yeah. young children. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I read that it blew, but even to that, like when people started to die. From the from this movie, I was about to say when when <laughs> people who, from this when people who worked on the movie started out, like I read the guy who did the music or whatever died in like 1989 or something, and mm-hmm. that's even weird. Like to think that, that was so long. in 1989, someone right who like wrote the music for the Wizard of Oz was still alive. Well, like movie, I don't know. The movie opens with uh, um, the st- the tale of the Wizard of Oz has been delighting children for 40 whole years, <gasps> and it's like and you're watching it in 2019 and going oh. Wow, wow, that's a long time, guys. Thanks for keeping the story alive. Fuck. When do, when are we going to get something else about well, no, this? You said something <clears throat> funny about that yesterday when we were watching it. You were like, I wonder when this premiered in 39, if the people who were watching it were like, wow, this came out 40 years wow, ago. Can you, ima- can you imagine? Yeah. Wow, that was our childhood. Yeah. Back when we would knock the, st- knock the hoop down the road with the stick and yeah. ride our penny farthing to the local eye or penny theater. To the local IHOP? theater. <laughs> <laughs> get a grand slamwich. <laughs> I was reading about the penny farthing. You know, they only did that big, big bike wheel for like <laughs> six months. <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, why is it so big? Well, it's and then nobody, they fuck, the guy making it, it's like, you gotta take the huge wheel. You gotta read the big funny. one. Because <laughs> you look stupid when you're on it. Can't we just make both the Got same you. size? They only have those in Europe. That's what happened in my brain. I've filed it away yeah. that those don't happen in America. I actually think it was an American thing. The really? penny, the penny farthing. The penny farthing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Penny farthing. 
Can we talk about how I didn't remember too that at the end of it, it's like, yeah, I'll get you home on this balloon. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then like, it just doesn't work. Why yeah. did they like, do that? What was yeah. the point of the balloon? <laughs> you could have just, they I just needed to get works. rid of the character. Farewell. <laughs> it is funny. There's a lot of really funny gags in this. Truly yeah. funny. Like, um, uh, and, and now I said go. And the lion runs and dives through the window. Oh yeah. The back <laughs> of the house. Extremely funny. Oh yeah. But those are the it's things too that there's there's comedy. something about the like even that shit that I remember watching as a kid and being like there's something just like violent about this right. there's something like there it doesn't feel like it's there's any rules like well, that's what that's what's very funny about it because you're buying line. as a kid you're buying into the fantasy of it and going like, oh yeah. he's really scared but as an adult I'm going like oh that's a funny vaudeville comedian doing like a pocket <laughs> roll out of a fake window. <laughs> Very funny. But as a kid, you're like, he's going to stand up and just be fucking lacerated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> his, his throat Lion, is no! cut open. <laughs> well, I, I was kind of making that comment through the whole thing of if you watch the reactions of the supporting cast of the Scarecrow and that they're all extremely funny, like the things that yeah. they're doing and, and the way that they're reacting yeah. to things yeah. is very much that they know that they're in a, a silly children's thing. Yeah. Which I never appreciated as, a, as an adult or as a yeah. kid. Yeah. The makeup looks amazing. It does. Though. It really does. The music's good. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Like, the songs are good. They're clever. I always forget that about, especially older musicals, where it's like, oh, they were really trying, weren't they? Yeah. They are really up to, like, turns of phrases and shit like that. They, well, they liked to be creative. Like, even just, like, I would like to know why the ocean is next to the shore. Mm-hmm. What a funny line. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, that's funny. If I, it's strange to think of writing music... With an, you know, before I guess the music industry and how to make a living as a musician was so rigid and like mm-hmm. what it what it means to be a musician, like they're trying to write a hit song at the same time. Like, yes, this is mm-hmm. a song for a movie, but I also want this to be a thing that like people listen to. I guess this is like before you know, pop music really became a like a cottage industry. Uh, sort of. It's just interesting to listen yeah. to. It, it, I think it was before it was filed away as like, oh, this is movie music. It's like this is just a quintessential somewhere with the rainbow is a quintessential <clears throat> song. That I don't yes. think was ever considered just movie music. It's always been considered like a, like song. a beautiful mm-hmm. song. Yeah, yeah. Like a like a standard song. That a big Hawaiian guy sings. On it's the true. Ukulele. <laughs> very, very popular. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I'm learning right now that there are some instruments that you can't approximate the sound of. <laughs> you can approximate. You can approximate the sound of one guitar string, a chord, not so yeah, much. That's true. <laughs> It would be incredible if you opened your mouth and a chord came out like you strummed your vocal cords. We've done this before. Like, how the fuck? How would you, if someone said, make the sound of a, you know, mm-hmm. of two trumpets together? <laughs> like, what would you? You just can't. Kelly? You can voice layering. I just learned that yesterday. Mm-hmm. This morning, actually. Right. Beatboxing. <laughs> of doing like four instruments at once. Whatever. It's an edited show. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I have a lot of anxiety right now. Don't that part used it. to scare me too. What? Just the, in general, just the the how, yeah, the fucking tornado part where she like can't. She's gonna die. Yeah. You remember that? You remember when she go and right. yeah. she can't get in, and then she's like, I guess I'll just go to my room and die. It's very funny. <laughs> later on, when she's looking at Auntie M through the the um, looking crystal glass, ball. the crystal ball, yeah. and Auntie M's just like Dorothy. <laughs> yeah, Dorothy, like as if expecting to see her after this tornado just yeah. tore apart their home. <laughs> Dorothy's just, just like walking around, impaled on a tree branch. <laughs> well, the whole thing was a dream, right? 
I read that was another thing where they were like, well, we can't, it can't be real magic. Yeah. Even if we go and we have this magic, this incredible adventure at the end of it, she needs to wake the fuck up. All right. This is the great depression. <laughs> <laughs> no one has fun. Yeah, I no guess ma- it really was the great depression. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. She was in Kansas. The dust Fucking bowl. Dust was bowl. that in yeah. that area? <laughs> well, it was dusty. Yeah. It is funny. Like, welcome to our farm. It's just the most dead place in the universe. <laughs> what do yeah. you grow? Uh, dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs, mostly. <laughs> Pans yeah. back. There's like a million totos half sticking out of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a funny image. The trees that throw the apples. So cool. They, That's they scary, so too. Good. It's scary, but they look great. Hey, you want to suck my dick? Hey, fuck your ass. I just want to go there. Angry. You know, I just want to walk around. Really? Well, it reminds me of the trees in fucking Haunted Mansion. When you well, pull, when, right? Mm-hmm. Trees don't they look the same? Bad. Yes, scary. they do. I don't like trees with faces. Trees with faces And it's bad. because of the Haunted Mansion. That's well, that, so that part of the Haunted Mansion scares me the most. Yeah. Even as a grown person who knows that they don't move. Yeah. If they move, though... <clears throat> No, the scariest part of the Haunted Mansion is knowing for sure that you can get stuck in there for 30 minutes because yeah. we all have. <laughs> I don't know if I've said this this story before on Beef, but I had an experience on the Harry Potter ride where we were like flying around and then we just all of a sudden stop. And I'd been on it a few times and we get we get very stuck right at the top of this little hill part. And I, I turned to, I was with my friends, Jesse and Aaron, and I said, I think, just so you guys know, I think we're like about to see a dragon. (laughs) Like I'm pretty sure that when this turns on, Mm -hmm. we're going to turn and it's going to be a dragon just so you're prepared. And they were like, Oh, okay. And then 12 minutes go by. We're just still sitting there. We're talking. And then it just like turns back on (laughs) and then it's just a dragon in our face. And then the rest of the ride was, I'd been on it a hundred times. The rest of the ride was so much scarier. Cause you're like, if that fucking happens again, Mm -hmm. Just the the fear of that the ride won't won't work, right? Is a thrill that no theme park. <laughs> what, a bad, what a bad ride to be stuck on because you could be ride. like in an uncomfortable position when you're stuck. We were on yeah, the we park. were spiders. Sideways. It's also just terrifying if you don't like spiders. Yeah, yes, I, that's why I don't them. like that one um, Star Tours, whatever it's called. I don't know what they're different sure. scenes. They're different, like the phases. Yeah, or the the, fa- yeah. the one where you get stuck in like that junkyard and you're on your side right. for like a, yeah. a second and you're like kind of yeah. shifted in your chair. In the back. Sure. Yeah. 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 Rides are funny. Yeah. Oh, I could tell you why the ocean's near the shore. You're doing the wrong. That's... Oh, I could suck your dick and suck your dick some more. <laughs> and then i Candyman can. And suck some, some more. more. Perfect. Candy man can. <laughs> All right, let's fucking close it up. It's okay. We can do a short one. We are off to see the lizard. You should not put this ma- one out. You, yeah. <laughs> you, you should put, make this a bonus episode Watch. at most. You'll see. It'll be cut into something at listenable. Most. I promise. Okay, like we were great, guys. We do three three headed critic on Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm horrible at these. I just, just want to apologize just, in advance. Just say any word. It's always fucker bitch. <laughs> just say any word that's not fucker bitch. Okay. The bitch. <laughs> Got lost. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? Are we not doing predictive? Oh yeah, we can do that. Yeah, let's do we do that first? Do that. we always do that first? I think we Same usually here. do that first. Okay, let's we'll do, do predictive, predictive text, text movie review. How about the sequel? Put it in your. F- you want to do predictive text sequel writer? Yeah, why not? All right, great. Predictive Wait. text sequel writer. We type in the the Wizard of Oz. Wizard 2. of Oz two. 
Oz 2. And then using your phone's predictive text, uh, type in anything. Anything at all. Put it in your phone. Um, using your phone's predictive text, you type in the three. Mm-hmm. You type in the name of the movie, Wizard of Oz 2. And using your phone's predictive text, any of those three options, you build a sequel. To the film. Put okay. it in mm-hmm. your phone. So we did The Wizard of Oz 2. Is that a new face? Where did you find that, man? It sounded like that is a good one. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a line sure, for an opening scene? <laughs> Kelly? The Wizard of Oz 2 is very, very annoying, but it's very, very good. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I like the apology. Perfect. Sorry. (laughs) First graders movie review. It's very, very good. I have um, The Wizard of Oz 2 is a key to hell and a lot of people who have been there. I think it's the same as the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Perfect. And now we're going to do three headed sequel writer, movie critic. 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 Yeah. Perfect. On um, The Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Basically, we take it, we go in a circle until it's a complete review of the film. Kelly, you ready? Do you want to start it? You want to give us our first word and then to me and then to Tom? Did you tell the listeners that you decorated our house? Oh, I didn't. We decorated the house in uh, in Regalia <laughs> for The Wizard of Oz. We have a, a a emerald cloth. curtains into all of the rooms, the gingham dress tablecloth, a big wall scroll for the Yellow Brick Road, the Emerald Palace. And a little witch who's under the TV cabinet. That's so cute. <laughs> yes. Who All is right. she, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. Just, and, uh, and had she's been eating my stuff. Yeah. I, was, I thought it sounded like there was a real person. <laughs> you didn't think that was, was funny? funny? No, it was good. I'll edit it before you did that self-doubt. Thank you, Tim. Sometimes even if we don't laugh, the listeners laugh. It's true. I found that to be true. We need to water these. All right. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Three-headed movie critic. Okay. Let's do Kelly, it. Kelly, kick it off. The... Movie starts with two little things that happen. Then it gets very dark. Then it is over. <laughs> the uh, yeah, movie starts. For, the movie starts with two little things that happen. Two things happen. Then it gets dark, and then it's over. <laughs> that's perfect. Good. All right. Yeah. That's a, we'll make it. Here's three million dollars. <laughs> Here's fifty-five million twenty-nineteen dollars. <laughs> what? <Kelly>. Thanks. <laughs> Get out of my I office. I put on my like one-bladed sunglasses. And <laughs> teleport away. Kelly, thanks for being on. Thanks. Welcome to Reasonable Beef. <laughs> I'm, I'm your host, Tim Fish. Oh, no. I'm here with my guy. It's me, Dom. If you like what you heard this highly chopped and screwed edited episode, uh, please go to www.patreon.com. That's, That's Reasonable beep, Beef. Get your can. Any money money to get access to Bonus Beef, um, which is our monthly bonus episode. But if you get $5 or more, you get access to the weekly bonus episodes. That shit gets deep. We talk about weekly Hollywood topics, entertainment. It's good. It's hot stuff. Ha! Wow! You guys want stuff you want to talk about this week? Is Spider-Man actually not part of the thing anymore? Well, I don't have a Twitter. You twin. gotta <laughs> listen to the bonus episode. Did you, why, do you guys talk about we it We do yet? talk about it. Get what you can. Any matter slash gives you access to bonus.com. 
How do you come up with it? <laughs> it's mental I mean, illness. How do you do it? It's not working right. <laughs> All right, bye.